Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of Sofa Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about the osmosis of equality. This episode came about because my homie Tink sent me this real or video, real video, video real. I don't know. Y'all know them Instagram shits. Um, but she sent me this video, and it was uh, in the video, there was a woman speaking about how equality fucked women up. Um, I've been talking about that for a long time anyway, like women on the, you know, y'all, y'all, this is so for a conversation, they ain't, they ain't even supposed to be here, but women, um, in the quest for equality, they became men, right? And they became the very misogynist that they hate and don't even realize it. And they can't understand why, because equality, motherfucker, and it's the osmosis of equality, but it's like when you look at you know, corporate America and the way in which things work and how, you know, the women have, the osmosis has made women cutthroat, um, savage dudes. Like, so what has it done for us as men? You know, and that's what today's conversation is about. The osmosis that has affected us has gotten us, you know, it's like things have affected us. Like there's no way that, you know, it's, the way osmosis works, you're like there's two things that can be completely unrelated, but they will meet a specific equilibrium, so to speak. The longer they're together, the, to get, the longer they are together. I don't know where my words have been, but the longer they are together, you feel me? The deeper the osmosis runs, right? And then the more they eventually reach that neutrality point. Is neutrality good or bad? That's the, you know, the big question. But it's like. It's a difference between neutrality and equality because what happens is in the quest for equality, the neutrality comes in and then certain things. And the thing about neutrality is it neutralizes. So if we're looking at it from the perspective of us as men and we're on the spectrum and we're on the spectrum where we have adopted some things, too, that only women should be doing, air quotes, or that is a characteristic or a trait of women. Um. Some of these things can be viewed positively, some of them negatively. Um, they say, you know, men have gotten zesty. It's like these men are zesty. They're not warriors. They're not. In, I think they kind of are, but they've. The osmosis has made a lot of men become tongue lashes. You know, and they still have they, they become sassy. You know, so we can't in one breath watch how the osmosis affects women to where they like women are on some shit like, well, I'm in my masculine because you chose to be equal to fucking masculine men. You wanted to be in this motherfucker where constantly you have to use masculinity or constantly you have to be in a space where you have to assert this. And then we also got to consider what it is that the competitive nature has actually driven into, you know, driven men into. And then women want to be equal to that. It became a clusterfuck because now the women are, you know, oh, yeah, we bosses, we this, that, and third. But now you become the the narcissist. You become the men you hate. A lot of women that I know that are single right now don't realize that they're single because they become the men that they don't like. And this makes them attract. They become the men that they don't like. And this makes them feel a uh, superiority or, you know, 
they grant a superiority to women over men when they reach a certain accomplishment for some reason for the same shit, but it was supposed to be equality. But women get, it's, it's the way the system is. I'll break that down a little bit. But women get to a point where they uh, become, quote unquote, the narcissist. They become all the men that they swear they hate because the men that they like or the men that are considered what a good person is are the people that are at the top that they're, they're, merging with the osmosis coming with and equality played that role but the biggest question here as it pertains to today is what role did equality play on us and how has it affected us for so long and what position are we in the zesty man is just but is but a mere piece of all of that and we're going to dive heavy into it when we come straight back after this break so be sure to follow me on instagram underscore just underscore seen underscore be sure to check out my website at iamjustseen.com to get all things that are just seen so all those who tip donate sponsor the podcast you know you greatly appreciate it and to all those who would like to tip donate sponsor the podcast you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast not the episode but the podcast itself and as always cash app and paper are just fine and you know the vibes it's that for this and that's this for that so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna dive into so frail conversations the osmosis of equality and don't forget to visit iamjustseen.com there you can get all things just seen you want to add the so frail series to your library visit iamjustseen.com you want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags. Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And off the rip, I'm going to go ahead and let this be known. Like I, 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 I wasn't old enough to register the shit but i knew some bullshit was going down when they started with the whole men need to get in touch with their feminine side shit i knew something was going to be happening because they kept pressing it too much i noticed that anytime something the media presses on and on and on and on and on it's really an agenda or it's really something that they have for a bigger picture that they want to tap into like i remember i don't know how long it started but i remember you know being a kid in the early 90s and shit and hearing you know men get in touch with your feminine side and men get in touch with your feminine side to the point where women men now only use their feminism so much so and this is my, now mind you i'm 32 years old i'm 33 next month at this age in my life i've seen the change go from women telling men and the, the world saying men get in touch with your feminine side to seeing today where we're now saying trans women are real women people would be like they're not making an agenda and agenda isn't real this i motherfucker <laughs> you can act like you don't see what you know you see because for sake of being wrong, a lot of people don't want to admit to that. You know, a lot of people can't change their ways because, and this is random, but a lot of people simply can't change their ways because it has to admit that they were wrong. That's problematic because you can't admit that you're wrong. You will bite that bullet for it. You will die on that hill. And the, you die fast. Like, even my mother like, oh, I die on this hill. Well, you get shot immediately. The hill ain't even that big. Like, motherfuckers, I like people got to travel up a whole hill for you to die on it. No. You got a small hill. Like, the fuck? 
But anywho, I digress. So we've watched the infiltration. Like, yo, men get in touch with your feminine side to the point where they've turned themselves into the feminine side on paper because this is what I'm saying. Like, nobody ever really defined masculine and feminine. So when they were saying get in touch with your feminine side, bro, get in touch with your creative side, men weren't being creative anymore. Men couldn't be creative because men don't understand. We don't understand what creative is, creativity is. And it's not us as men that don't understand creativity. Nobody understands creativity because they think it's drawing fucking pictures all the time. No, creativity is not drawing spirits, um, pictures. Creativity is the bridge between experience and, um, and understanding. Creativity can only emerge through experience. Right? So when they was always telling us, you know, get in touch with your feminine side, they were literally telling us to get in touch with creativity, but nobody had defined femininity for us. So we only saw, uh, saw it as act like a woman. What you think happened? You feel me? We started doing things. We thought getting in touch with our feminine side, as they were trying to explain, it was doing things that women do. Oh, let's get manicures and pedicures. Let's do this. Let's do that. Ultimately, to the osmosis, fucked everybody up. It's fucked everybody up so much now that women are the dudes on the inside. I don't think it's like like I don't think it's a good thing that. Our friends, our homegirls, or whatever the case may be. I like. I don't look at ass with my homegirls that are straight. I look at ass with my homegirls that like girls. But you know what I'm saying. So what I'm saying with that is like, if I was in a relationship with a woman and I seen a fat ass, and I'm gonna look at you seen that fat ass. No, she's not one of the homies. Like, why are you looking at that ass? Like, you shouldn't be. I'm not gonna expect you to. You feel me? It's certain shit like that. It's like, that's like the same principle because the motherfucker will scream pause. If your lady dapped you up and looked at you and said, yo, you seen that nigga dick print? You're going to look like something's up, right? Because the osmosis is off. The osmosis is off. And the osmosis has gotten us to a point where we switch roles. We switch roles. And in switching the roles, we adopted a lot of characteristics that we shouldn't have. Because being in touch with your feminine side is simply tapping into your synthesis and creation, your synthesis and construction um, energies. That's it. Build shit. Build shit. But I'm going to tell you why we don't build shit no more because of technology. We build the technology that builds shit. You feel me? I was talking to a shorty the other day. And she was like, she was like, um, she's. <laughs> It was funny and shit. Cause she was like, yo, it sucks. Like, cause men, they ain't even men no more. Men ain't even strong. They're not even built. Like, there was a time she said, like back in my daddy day, I was like, yo, your daddy, you know, they didn't use their minds. The fuck? Like, you feel me? We don't have to use our physical bodies no more. These niggas had to go out, do construction, do heavy manual work. Like when we think about it, it's like most of our our elders and shit were blue collar workers. That's hands-on shit. You either, it's a mechanic, uh, the the plumbers and shit. Like, you lifting shit. You moving shit. You always active, bro. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got an uncle who was in construction for all his life. They called him Uncle Bear. He was a big motherfucker. Like, makes sense. Niggas walking around lifting steel beams all the time. You feel what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. And they're like, why are y'all like the man? Because we not <laughs> let them do the construction. We Y'all encouraged us to go to college. They encouraged us to go to college. They didn't encourage us to get trades. They encouraged us to go to college. They encouraged us to get things like to do things like tap, tap into our uh, our feminist side. They encouraged all these things. You're not gonna get the big motherfucker anymore that can lift a steel beam. You gonna get Megamind. You can get us motherfuckers who are intelligent. You can get us motherfuckers who are actually using our minds and shit for other things. I'm not lifting shit 
fuck that. <laughs> you got me fucked up. I didn't, I don't, my mind isn't as powerful as it is for me to desecrate my body. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I mean? And I don't mean desecrating the way like I'm defiling it or no shit like that. But I mean, like, I'm not about to put no heavy tension, unnecessary tension on my body for nothing when I can use my mind. I'll set that. And that's where the problem came in. Because low key narcissism developed. Now, this is another point about this osmosis. Like, when we look at the women, they it's funny because it's going to catch a lot of flack for this one. But I don't care because I can fight, but I don't fight women. But um, <laughs> they say, let me give y'all a quick story on narcissism, right? So when we consider narcissism, first, before I even give you a story on narcissism, I got to give you a quick background, backdrop of psychology, right? I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this literally the next week, next week, because this topic was so fucking crazy when I found it out. So psychology, as everybody's been thinking, is the study of the mind, right? It's going to fuck y'all up. So psychology is the study of the mind. But when we break down etymology, because you know how I do, ology means the study of, but it's the word psych. It's the word psych that always got me because it comes from the root psych or psyche, right? And so I used to always, when I used to play with motherfuckers and shit, I know y'all do it too. But like when you used to be lying on a motherfucker, you'd be like, psych, psych your mind, make your booty shine or whatever, something. You say something like that as a kid, but you say psych. But when we say psych, we always spell it S-I-K-E, right? S-I-K-E. But then when you actually look at the etymology of the word, it's P-S-Y-C-H-E, right? Or P-H, um, P-S-Y-C-H, right? But both of those etymologies, right, with the E and without, have a specific definition in it that stuck out that stuck out to me the most because i was always going around saying yo this is the study of the mind right it's not it's the study of the soul the psyche is the soul i don't know when it became the mind but it's like the psyche is the soul the spirit and the breath i said wow so psychology is actually the study of spirituality and they have reduced it down to the study of behaviors and call it the study of the mind because all they do is chronicle the behaviors of certain things and they create certain situations to see if these behaviors are going to come out. The way you eat, the way you're educated and everything, they're running. They know it's a, it's a conveyor belt. They know what's up. It's an assembly line. They know how to do this. You dig what I'm saying? But if we don't understand the conveyor belt and we don't understand how it's how this assembly line works, it's going to fuck us up. So we're all narcissists, right? Narcissism is a state of competitiveness, right? And it is the state of competitiveness of the mind. Arrogance, narcissism and arrogance go hand in hand because they create this shit. Right? I'm not going to hold you. Every person that I talk to, not every person, but a lot, of, especially women, a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, yo, you're arrogant, but you're the good kind. What the fuck is the good arrogant? Confident? The fuck? Why don't you just say that? Why do I have to be a good version of the bad shit, but I can't just be the good shit of it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker, like, yo, you the good arrogant. Confident then, right? Nah, it's like, because you don't be lying with you. I didn't, I'm not arrogant. The fact that you can look at me as a black man is tell me to my face that, yo, you do everything you say you're going to do. You're good at it, but you're still arrogant. Like, that doesn't make me arrogant. Why would you call me that? But here's the reason why I'm saying that. Because it's created in the education system. When you get to that point where you you pride yourself on the A's, degrees, the rewards and accolades, it creates a set, starts to create a different classism, separation, the narcissistic state, right? So now the higher up you go in academia and the more you hold those grades and shit, the more narcissistic you get. I never forget when I went to undergrad, right? When I went to undergrad, guys had got a 4.0 for the first time. Like, and it was when I first got there, 
because I went to an HBCU. It was so fucked up because I don't know if anybody ever like had good grades or some shit. It seemed because the way they made it seem like so. When we started off, they're like, yo, you can come here, get a head start or whatever the case may be. I said, cool. Let me get an extra thousand dollars. This is easy shit. But when we get there, it's more of a, again, theoretical system. Like we were sitting in front. Oh, this person has a 4.0. They came in and they're maintaining a 4.0 and shit. I'm like, bruh, our first class, if you don't have a 4.0 with the first classes that we had, bitch, we got freshman seminar, PE, nigga, we got the literally a repeat of the class that we probably took our senior year in high school. The fuck you if you don't get a 4.0, like you're not trying. The core curriculum is easy. Like, I don't know. But then here's where I'm going with that. That's me. That's not me being a narcissist. That's me. That's but that comes off as narcissistic and arrogant because people are not realizing how it came to be this way. I've been programmed, we've been programmed this way that you look at a motherfucker when you're the ace. It's like it's one of the things we we look at ourselves inferiorly because we're comparing ourselves outside. And then externally. So we can't understand how another motherfucker can't be what we are. Right? And that's where the narcissism appears to come in. Looks like it's like, yo, how the fuck can't you do this? And it sounds like you're speaking condescendingly on it when you're shocked, really. It's not even speaking condescendingly. It's shocked that you're not higher than I thought you were. But people miss that. You feel me? And the reason why I'm saying that is because starting with K through 12, that's when that shit started. They always told you, make yourself competitive for college, make yourself good enough for college, keep your scores high so you can get into college. So that way you can be the best, be the best version, be the best version of whatever's around you. You dig what I'm saying? Be the best version of who, who, what your circle is, be the best of all of that. And then when you're the best, hold that. And then now you have to remind yourself, remind people that you're the best. I'm sorry. I don't, all the awards, I brag about my shit, bitch. I earned them. It ain't even at the point. It's not even bragging. It's just acknowledging shit, and it's falling on miserable ears, losers, bruh. Because we're in a world that created, you know, the honorable mention and shit. It's losers that think they're supposed to win. You feel me? That's a whole different conversation. We'll go into the psychology and shit. I'm staying here, but so psychology, like I said, means psyche. Um, but one of the points of that. Oh, for all right, yeah. So one of the points of that, the psychology, the the psyche, the word psych, it means. Um, that God is believing that it means mine or whatever. But one of the definitions that stood out to me across the board, and it made sense when I used to say shit when I was a kid, it was uh, a bid, a bid, basically a bid to um, to exhibit a behavior that is intentionally designed to deceive somebody. So the word psych, and I used like when I used to prank people like a psych, my bad, I'm I'm, I'm playing psych, psych, because I'm psyching your mind. I'm psych is you intended to deceive somebody. When I saw that definition, I said, wow, the study of you intentionally deceiving a motherfucker, because, or it could be that, or like I said, it could be the spirit, it could be the breath, it could be the soul. Either way, there's something deeper than that. But then the reason why the deception one stuck out the most is because when I look at psychology as a study, like therapists and all that shit, like you go, like they accredit you. Accreditation is, is, is to say accreditation seems good, but it's really a a bad thing because it means that we verify that what you say fits within keeping our system running. You don't know that. You think accreditation is good. You feel me? And it's like, you keep our system running because of the accreditation and our system works well. Do not fuck our shit up. Right? 
So when we consider the therapist, the psychologist and stuff, they learn the psychology according to what they're supposed to learn. So all these people thinking the psychology is the study of the mind. But when you look at the etymology of it, it is not the study of the mind. It would then be the study of the breath, the spirit and the soul or the study of the bid to intentionally deceive motherfuckers. I'll tell you why that one makes the most sense, because when we go into the space of the dualities, it's like. How in the fuck do all of the kids get diagnosed with the same diseases? Which can ultimately lead to them getting the same fucking medicines. You feel what I'm saying? Do you feel where I'm going with that? Like our kids are either going to be ADD or ADHD off rip. They're picking a point. Even now, it's like there's literally almost a 50-50 chance your baby's going to be autistic going forward because of the vaccinations and all the other shit they've done, right? So with all of these things, right, it makes sense they're studying the behavior. And it makes sense, like I always said, I'm like, psychology as we know it today is the study of behaviors. And when I look at the psychology today, and this is not me trying to just, I'm watching how I observe everybody that I know who studies psychology, all they do is focus on the behavior. But not the root of the cause. Like, how are we catalyzed into the same set of behaviors? That means somebody's intending to deceive us. And they're studying what happens afterwards. You feel where I'm coming with this? Like, I was watching the motherfucker. Like, this is when it started to really fuck with me. Right? Because I was on TikTok before I quit. TikTok. And... The motherfucker said, I seen this post and they were talking about, you know, give me your stats. Give me your this, your statistics and all that shit. Motherfuckers, you know how they argue and shit. Stupid shit. Like statistics don't mean shit. They're fucking, they, you just put it, whatever. That's a different conversation. So in it, he's talking about the DSM-5 or whatever the fucking shit is. The mental health shit, the mental disease shit, right? And it's like, you know, the DSM-5 says this, that, and the third. And he was t- he was basically saying, yo, I never really had ADHD. And let me break that shit down, too, because I'm going to do a whole other episode on this. So there's three states of the mind, right? I know this is why I'm sh- very specific on the way I name things, right? So there's three modalities of the mind, conscious, subconscious, unconscious, right? There's four levels to the mind, the belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, right? Um, then it was another one. There's three levels to the mind, the four... And then it's like a phase or some shit or something like that. But either way, I'll get back to that. But what I'm talking about right now is three states of the mind. So when they say, what's your mind state, right? You literally have only three states of the mind. You have dull, you have agitated, and you have lucid, right? A dull mind suffers from ADD, attention deficit. You can't focus. An agitated mind. No, 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 no. You um, you can't maintain your attention. So you're, you're, it's, the agitated mind is a hyper one, the ADHD. The dull mind is the one that is inactive, right? So you have the dull mind, the agitated mind, then you have the lucid mind. The lucid mind is the mind that sits between, um, it is when it's control, and agitation is in control. Agitation doesn't stop, but the agitation becomes in control and it makes it lucid. So lucid sits above, um, um, fuck, that's what I get for not preparing for these shits. Lucid sits above agitated, agitated sits above dull. But, in the context that they can be switched and moved into any place they want to, because it's, you know, so the education system is designed for that. 
right? So the reason why I said that, because when I was looking at the DSM-5, they were talking about ADHD, and dude was basically saying, he said, so I wasn't, I didn't have ADHD. That was my behavior. Yes, you couldn't sit down because you may have been a kinesthetic learner. You need movement to learn. And they make you sit down for eight hours a day. Okay, they killed that intelligence right there. They killed the intelligence of movement, right? You know why? One of the, I ain't gonna say why, but I postulate. One of the reasons they killed the intelligence of movement is because you can move yourself out of depression. Where does depression come from? A dull mind. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot, it's a lot of layers. And I, like I said, when that episode comes up, it'll be a lot deeper. Um, but we're, stay here for where we are now. So like I said, watching how the psychology plays out and seeing the DSM-5 and knowing that that was, I'm like, yo, so I looked into it. And one of the people that commented on, he was like, he said, if you look at the DMC DSM-5, you have to understand that it was based on racism. I'm like, what? How? After they were studying, the, they weren't studying the psychology of the mind. They were putting names to behaviors to justify certain shit. So one of the things that stood out to me was the, the word drapedomania. I'm pretty sure that I said it here before, but um, drapedomania. They were literally giving a psychoanalysis to enslaved black people who wanted to run away and called it drapedomania. They said, that's a mental illness when you want to run away from me. Wow. And for me, that nullified everything psychology-based. That shit's false for me. I don't give a fuck because now it no longer serves the point of study in the mind. It now caters more towards the definition of bid to intentionally deceive a motherfucker. The study of, and then you add the study. So psych is the intending to deceive a motherfucker. And now you have a study behind it. The study behind how you intend to deceive a motherfucker's soul because the psyche is the soul, the spirit, the breath, you know, the balance of the spirituality of the person. It is the study of that. That is amazing to know because now it shows you how the education system works because it's going to create the very type of people it needs to run a certain function of a society. Right? So when we tie that in, right, now we bring it back. So now when they say black women are the most, and the reason why I was saying that, because now when they label narcissism, what is it? Because, and here's where this comes from. I was watching Snowfall. I'm a real Snowfall fan. I fucks with Snowfall solely because I watch Franklin Saint's life and Franklin Saint is who I would have been if I would have stayed in the streets. And I know a lot of people feel like, oh, you just saying that. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I run with I ran with the gangsters, the drug dealers, and all of the shit. And I was I was Franklin. I was red. I was a white t-shirt. I was the baseball shirt, Franklin, with the red shit, the shit like before when he first got like, but watching what he become and knowing what's in me. Yeah. Because I understand where I stand right now, which ties into what I'm saying. So I'm watching the snowfall and I'm seeing this clip on YouTube and said, um, Franklin is developing. Again, DSM shit. Franklin is developing the mentality of a psychopath. And at first I was like, yo, he really is. But then I started listening to the details because it scared me because I was like, yo, I got those. <laughs> I got those behaviors too, behaviors. And I was like, you behave a certain way when your environment catalyzes something out of you. Behavior is predicated by environment. Hmm. 
So I'm watching the snowfall thing and they're going over the shit. And it's like, yo, he's a psychopath. And he said, most CEOs that build Fortune 500 companies are psychopathic in nature. Right. So they say they say they're cutthroat, they're ruthless, it's crazy. It's like. When you encourage me since I'm five years old to be the best competitor, to always win, be the best competitor, don't you for a second think anything is going to happen and jeopardize me winning? Because you already programmed me to be the perfect winner. So as I'm watching this, I'm like, you know, those same narcissistic tendencies, you know, who else has them? Parents. They're like, yo, they have those tendencies over their children. When Franklin got his $73 million taken, it was no longer about real estate. He robbed his uncle and aunt. You feel me? He's about to, he's telling Teddy, yo, give me my fucking money. He's going on a rampage. And the motherfucker is like, that's psychopathic behavior. It's not. Have you ever lost something that you built? Have you ever lost something that you created? Now that raises the bigger question. Have you created anything of value that if you lost it, you'd want to kill a motherfucker for it? No. The only thing that people that most people, if they create because of the conveyor belt system, most people, if they create something more value, is going to be their kids. You'll die for that. Now, that's a justification. All the narcissistic shit that you're going to exhibit when you have a child is the same narcissistic shit that a CEO exhibits. Here's what I'm saying that because it's like. That those tendencies, the cutthroat shit, it ain't got nothing to do with like, no, when the number one rule of nature is self-preservation, narcissism is soon to follow because that is about how I preserve myself. The fuck? I'm not like they got us fucked up. They got us fucked up. They got us thinking the natural occurrences of certain points of light. Now, granted, you don't have to go into that cutthroat world and be, you know, step on motherfuckers and shit. You can do shit the legal way, in it, but you got to understand the ebb and flow of life. But all of that was to say. They programmed us to be that motherfucker from the jump. From the jump. So now we're in corporate America and shit and osmosis kicks in. And now all of the women that they say black women are the most educated group of women on the face of this earth. And they're also the most narcissistic. Because the osmosis equality has merged them. So they have picked up all of the toxic masculine traits that they hate they have and they are. Which is very, very fucked up. Because that same osmosis is what leads into our shit. We have now become. The osmosis made us so zesty and spicy and all of this shit. We've become the threat that is unthreatening. And it's fucked. Because you were created this way. You didn't have to be this way, but you were programmed into this shit because of the education system. And the education system created a level of narcissism. This narcissism that it created it gave you one of two things. Either I'm going to be the A student or I'm going to be the motherfucker who hates A students. And I'm going to create a world that separates everybody. Like, you know why you ever wondered why the system was designed this way? All right. So look, peep this shit. I was watching this Deion Sanders clip and he was talking about how he picks certain positions. Right. He said if he wants a defensive end, he's going to go to a person, a, a male 
raised without him, raised without his father in poverty stricken conditions because he needs him to hit somebody. <laughs> I need a certain energy out of your I need a, I need you to have a certain catalyzation out of your environment in order to be a certain position. Psychology. Intended deception, but it's the psychology or whatever, right? They do the same shit on the other side in the academic system. The recruit isn't the person. It's the person who gets who the, the person who do you want to be CEO? The person you want to be at the top is the motherfucker who is ostracized. The motherfucker who distant who so you create a world in which kids laugh at smart people. How do they how do kids end up laughing at smart people? They constantly watch adults laugh at smart people. They constantly watch adults humiliate smart people and pick on smart people and make smart people not look cool. So now they create this cutthroat society of competition all through school. Like you ever seen how motherfuckers like, oh, I wanted her when I was in school. And now it's like, yo, beat it, bitch. I, like I'm rich now. And it's like, yo, these niggas become assholes because now the separation happens because now they finally have accomplishment. They have the accomplishment of the game that like it was a delayed reaction. Right. So they have that separation. Like, yo, I'm better than you now. You were better than me then when we were in a class for kids. Now we're in adults in my class. I'm in a better class than you. That level of narcissism is real. Bill Gates is the perfect example of the shit. He became the smartest. He really wasn't the smartest, but I mean, like, as far as grades go, like, he was, you feel me? Like, like motherfuckers be thinking, like, these motherfuckers dropped out of hot, like, Ivy League schools to complete these shits, bro. Like, <laughs> You motherfuckers were trained well. The greatest narcissists come. The greatest narcissists come out of what? The Ivy League schools. Why? Because the highest demand and highest pressure to get into these motherfuckers and be perfect is there. And that's why they have the deepest levels of corruption behind it. Because you still need that balance of good and evil to walk that line. You feel what I'm saying? So the osmosis as it affects us, it's like we were once that. So now with integration, we started to become them. And then now the, when they took the fathers out of the home, the osmosis made the women step into them roles because these women were going to college, going to school and everything. You feel me? They're the most educated. Now they're the most in debt, too. And it's like, yo, y'all got to create. A, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, the narcissism was real. And the narcissism is real to where now our version of that is the zesty type motherfucker, like sassy type. Like, women be like, men are sassy. Nah, I don't. I have to verbally beat your ass now. I'm not saying that men, I'm not condoning verbal, I mean, physical abuse or domestic violence as, as a whole. But now I'm at the point where the osmosis has gotten me to the point where you're right. I'm not going to put my hands on you. But now because of how well we have assimilated and we have, you know, reached equality and shit, I can now speak to you and how you speak. And so now I'm going to condescendingly speak to you. Now I'm going to I'm going to use certain words and I'm going to say certain things. And it's going to sound like, oh, you you argue with a woman. You argue with a woman. You're damn right. I'm not going to punch her. The fuck kind of shit is that? Like motherfuckers be like, you're not supposed to. Motherfuckers be thinking you're not supposed to respond negatively, negatively to a woman in any circumstance. The fuck? The fuck? I understand not putting your hands on her. That's, you know, but at least even not saying anything back, like. Y'all always got something to say. Y'all really think y'all could just run y'all motherfucking mouths and nobody can say shit to y'all. Like, really? That's some dangerous shit. Because now, we as men, we know, now we respond back. You feel me? This motherfucker really took the time to respond to you? You damn right. Like, they be, like, that shit's weird. But again, that's the narcissism of them. That's the narcissism of what has happened with the equality. 
They become the very condescending men who think that I can say whatever the fuck I want with no consequence. But they remember that they're still women and remember when they spoke those ways and if some, they, they had to shut up. So now they're like, yo, you're supposed to shut up too because they're not realizing what they're doing of what they've assimilated into. But our assimilation is like, okay, cool. We'll give you that. But now we're going to be, we're going to be sassy. We're going to be this. And it's not even like really sassy. It's just nigga, just we, we respond back. How y'all responded to us? You feel me? It's almost like when a child responds to an adult, the way the adult responds to the child and the adult be like, yo, that's disrespectful. No, it's not. It's reciprocal. <laughs> you don't talk to me like that. I won't talk to you like that. You feel me? But again, it goes back into how all of this was started. The osmosis was there. Like now that we're at this, these higher points of life, the osmosis is so real that there's no defining factor between the delineation between who's who and what's what. So we as men have picked up a lot of feminine characteristics toxic feminine characteristics because when we look at like what the women have picked up they toxic fem they toxic masculine men that's why they identify the shit so well it's a fucking mirror they'll tell you in one hand oh, i don't want to walk in my masculine but you feel me where's the masculine men at hmm. you can't see him but you're walking in yours <laughs> what does that tell you what does that tell you about the masculinity that you have that you can't see the masculinity that you want so again, I flipped and I posed that same question to us as men, right? What does that say about our femininity that we can't see the femininity that we want, right? We take on that toxic shit too. When we got in touch with our feminine side, we didn't get in touch with our feminine side. We just started acting like women, but we picked the negative traits of a woman. We didn't realize, like, and so for a one, in an Oh My Goodness chapter, I shown how powerful it was, the whole wearing a dress shit and acting like that shit was powerful. They created that way for a program because it was a way in which men got respected. Whole different conversation, whole different story that we could break down a lot later. But for now, we're going to continue in the vein that we're continuing in. So again, I ask if the osmosis caused them to pick up the toxic masculine traits, the shit that we don't even like. We don't even like that. We're not even like that amongst our homies and shit. What do you think the osmosis has done for us? Like I said, it made us pick up the toxic feminine traits. What is toxic feminine femininity other than destruction? See, masculinity is analysis and deconstruction, right? So when it's made into... When it's made into, um, when it's made toxic, right? The deconstruction, the deconstruction analysis, they're incomplete. And it's more of a impartial breakdown of things or an assumption of shit than rather than like definitiveness. So <laughs> when we look at how <laughs> we can like, like women be matter of factly saying bullshit sometimes and he'd be like, what? I know what I'm talking about. No, you don't. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Could it be wrong? But that's a part of toxic masculinity. It's a part of an intelligent factor that's wrong. It creates arrogance. That's how the arrogance comes about. Because it's like, I know what I'm right. Not because I know, but because I've been validated several times. I got A's in this course. I never forget one time I was watching this YouTube video and the dude was talking about, you know, he got an A in English so he knows he's good at the language. Nah, bro, you gotta. <laughs> you were able to do what a teacher told you to do. Can you get an A in another teacher's English course? 
You feel me? Well, yeah, I got a 94. Those grades don't mean shit. But again, it ties into the testament of what I'm saying. Like, you think you're special and you're extra because you got a good grade and you were learning nothing. It was literally, I followed the rules and I remembered better than you. And that makes me think I'm smart. You don't believe me? If that's not the case, why do they have a show called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? To see how much you've retained since that point. How much of what you learned did you retain since you were 10 years old? Because that that leads to know how well does our education system work? Sometimes it don't really be entertainment. It really be test, but it lets us know. Because now you have to look at the comparison. The people, the type, the demographic of people who watch Jeopardy are not the demographic of people who watch Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's different. But it's because I know these things. I know that these things are created a certain way according to the education system. So the motherfuckers who end up becoming like the Jeopardy people, they're like, oh, that motherfucker's smart. No, they just retained a lot more. And they went farther with what they had to retain. The people who's, you know, are you smarter than the fifth grade? I'm not worried about remembering this shit. I just want to get the fuck out of here. But the people that end up the Jeopardy champions and shit, it's like, yo, I've got to be the best. The outcast ain't got no friends. Like, all of this shit is by design. Because now when you get into that lonely phase and that CEO phase and that high-paced phase, it's like, I have no friends. I have nobody to be here with. Because you don't know how to be there with nobody. Because you've been taught that you are the best. And it's, that's why I be getting like, that shit be pissing me off. Like, I even, I be making concessions to this. Motherfuckers be like, it's lonely at the top. When you're scared to befriend your equals. You don't want to befriend your equals because you that narcissism got you feeling like you're the best. These niggas ain't better than me. So I'm staying away from them. They my competition. Ain't no competition to me. So I'm able to collaborate with anybody. You feel me? When it comes to the space of, say, investing and trading and shit, I... I can't reach out for collaborations. I can't. Not on no funny shit, but the way in which I teach the markets, it breaks down everybody else's business model. Because I teach something that sh- that I teach something that erases the the meat and potatoes of everybody else's program. So <laughs> if I collab with them and shit, it's like, yo, bro, I'm ending your shit. We would have to merge, and I have to get the higher end of the stick. You feel me? Again, this is not to say that I'm better or anything like that, but this is to tie into the competition, right? We This is largely a reason why a lot of people, especially us as men, we can't collaborate with each other because of the way in which we, you know, I'm you're not willing to, quote unquote, take the pay cut if you need to take the pay cut. You feel what I'm saying? Shit different. Shit different. And I don't think a lot of people really understand the depths of why it's so powerful because it's already in our programming right it's already in our programming but now with that still carrying into our programming like i said we have to think about the osmosis of what happens of equality when we are now dealing with women so now they're like oh you got stay-at-home dads you got dads to do this you got dads that act like the women of old solely and it's like so now it's like because i have to i can cook i can do this shit there's nothing now give me hear me well Ain't nothing wrong with knowing how to cook. I'm self-sufficient like a motherfucker. I can cook. I can clean. I can do. I, I don't need a woman for shit, but I need a woman in my life. With that being said, I'm saying it like this. 
I don't need to depend on a woman, but I need a dependable woman in my life and vice versa. I don't need a woman to depend on me. I need to be, I need to be dependable for a woman because of the narcissistic shit. They force us into a state of creating codependent relationships. Like you're nothing without me. For every narcissist that's, for every good narcissist that's created, there's a bad narcissist because for every person that got that A, there's a person that got a D. Who needs the person with the A to validate, to, 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 you know what I mean? And the person with the A needs to like, when the students are ready, the teachers appear. Like that's why they create t- tutors and all of this shit because they create buffers. You feel me? Here's the, the, the student leader for this. And it's like, because last time they got this, that, and the third, it's like, oh, you think they're real smart? No, they followed fucking instructions. They're, they follow fucking instructions. They're obedient. Can they take their experience and create some shit? Until then, it, 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 it doesn't make sense. You feel me? It doesn't make sense. But it makes sense enough for the osmosis to work. So... I pause because it's kind of heartbreaking. It's kind of heartbreaking because if you look at where we are as men now, it's like we have no desire to do anything collectively. The emasculation of the man is, is, is unreal. It's unreal. They made us step into unnecessary roles and positions and exhibit certain behaviors. So now all of the things that we grew up knowing was feminine are now that's not feminine. What? You can do that now. So they want to do this thing where they blur lines. You can't. The Western world is the only thing that's trying to blur lines on some other shit. Everybody else always respected the harmony of nature. And now we're not respecting the harmony of nature no more. Because we're following the motherfuckers who are creating the system, the education system to make other motherfuckers like them. And to see who's going to deal with the pressure. You feel me? Who's going to deal with the pressure? And unfortunately for us, the way in which we deal with the pressure, when we start to assimilate from the um, equality. And the reason why I'm using that, and it seems like I'm using, I'm going back and forth between femininity and equality because like we are, we the osmosis of equality has created two different realities for us because the osmosis of assimilation, because we integrated now we're in a culture of oppression, of the, the, the oppression. We're in the same culture and develop the same mindset of the people that are oppressing us. So we eventually start oppressing our people, don't even realize it. But then it's like with the narcissism part that comes into it too. So not only, not only do I think that I am, I have to base this off the competition. I have an, I simultaneously will have a superiority and an inferiority complex at the same time. Hey bro, for real though, at some point we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean, really talk to each other, not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. 
So for a one is the definition. So for a two is the acknowledgement. So for a three is the resolution. If you rock with the Soul Conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the Soul series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. inferiority complex in the context that I am in a situation where I'm competing with people that I know I can't beat because they rigged the game. You feel me? We go into this motherfucker knowing that I have to work twice as hard to get half as much. So we go into this motherfucker with an inferiority complex, but then we had that superiority complex when we're comparing ourselves to our own motherfucking people. Bitch, I got my degree. I went to school. I did this. I put my work in. Wow. Okay. And yet you're still able to have this conversation with the person that you're talking to. If all of that shit really worked, you shouldn't even be in a very position of a motherfucker you're trying to condescendingly speak to. But again, this is a part of the assimilation that we develop. Osmosis is just natural. So we've, we can't exhibit it to the motherfuckers exhibiting it on us, the ones we feel the inferiority, com- inferiority complex to. Who are we going to exhibit it on? Our women and our children. Now our women have surpassed us. Because they fucked us up. Because motherfuckers started getting felons and shit like that. That crack epidemic and then the the war on drugs shit. It was designed supposedly. It was designed solely so that way we, they can create an imagery of the boys wanting to not be successful. Only wanting to be thugs and gangsters and shit. To be prison people. Like niggas really wanted their stripes. Nigga, I did my time like a G. Like what? Nigga, no. Every real nigga that I know that went to jail told me not to go. Told me to go to school. They told me I better not be. That's how I know who was really in the streets and who wasn't. Only the real niggas in the streets didn't want their homies in the streets. The motherfuckers who wanted to go in the streets wasn't from the fucking streets. <laughs> and they weren't around motherfuckers who was really in the streets. You feel what I'm saying? But that half of the osmosis, you feel me? It turns us into being the condescending person who goes off. I felt it. I can admit that. I can admit that my first year in college, when I went back home, I ain't gonna hold you. I was mad. I was mad because I felt entitled because I dodged the bullets. I, you know what I'm saying? I went the, you know what I mean? I did everything. And when I came back from college, it wasn't, a, I didn't get no party. I felt deserving of a party. I did. I ain't gonna hold you because I'm like, nigga, everybody that went to jail, we threw block parties when they came home. Nigga, I go to college and it's just like, yo, that's what's up, yo. Bitch, where the ribs at? Nigga, throw the grill on. What the fuck? Where the liquor at? Nigga, let's get right. Nah, because you got to keep going. You're still not done yet. You got to keep going. So that separates you because that creates the narcissist. Like, yo, I'm better than that. I'm better than that, and I don't get rewarded, so I don't fuck with y'all. I felt it. Trust me, I felt it. That narcissistic shit thinking I'm better than the motherfucker because I went to college. Because I keep good grades. Because I graduated with honors. Because I got all I had that. Trust me, and it was ugly. It was ugly. No funny shit, because I'm fucking smart as hell. Imagine this intelligence without the modesty now. I've always been this, but I've been that on the other side of not respecting, you know what I mean, the other points of humanity because of the competition. Bitch, I beat y'all every year. Every year I was in the top. And that's like, I remember when I was in, I had to be like 11th grade. Or something like that. When one of my teachers was like, oh, you know you're the number one black male in the school, right? It's like, what you talking about? She said, grades-wise. She said, ain't nobody up there with you. Your GPA is the highest. I said, 
She said, think about it. And I thought about the competition. I thought about everybody. I was like, wow. And she said, and if you need clarity, I looked at it. You are. I was like, oh. She said, you are the number one black male academically in the school. I know. It's shot. Went to my head. I'm that nigga. Yo, fuck y'all. I beat y'all. I beat y'all. I beat y'all. But what made it bad, what made it best for me was that I was still in the pool with the other kids. Now, the only thing that separated me from them was that I didn't take AP classes. That's something that I've learned that they did to keep their inferiority. You know what I'm saying? They create honors classes, AP classes to skew the GPA so it goes a certain way in their favor. They're not what we think they are. I'm telling you, man, I fuck with them. I've been in in their circles. They not that. They not that. But they make it look like they are. So when you get into the motherfucking circles, you start to act like that. It's like, nah, bro, fuck all that. You feel me? So watching how they play themselves out and watching how they do, it's like they create the AP classes. They create the honors course because they seen us creeping on the come up. It's like we're going to separate these motherfuckers. We can still separate. And it, it doesn't get fair. Because on paper, I still dust them off. Because even being the number one black male and shit in my school at the time, and then comparing it to where I stood, I was, I think when we, my senior year, when we had ambassadors, I was the only, it was me, I was the only black male ambassador. And to be a black male ambassador, you had to have only a 3.0 GPA. No, no. Yeah, you had had to have over a 3.0 GPA. Right? In my opinion, for me, it's not hard to have over a 3.0 GPA. The fuck are y'all doing? You feel me? comes into what I've been programmed for, right? Because now I'm assimilated to look and think like them about my people. Forgetting that, yo, you know, this shit is environmental and cultural and shit. They don't have the same, like, environment, circumstances and shit that they got to deal with when they go home from here. They can go home and do their homework. <laughs> they can go home and study. They can go home and have structure. <laughs> we got to go home. We got to cook. We got to read the note. That's like left not to let anybody in the house. There's little shit that we got to do that they don't have to do. But somehow it allows us to have that inferiority complex still. That translates because now it becomes a lot deeper when the osmosis kicks in, where you now have equality merging in off different sides, equality with oppression and equality with essence. You lose yourself as a man. So now, as black men, like, this is what I was trying to tell motherfuckers, yo. (laughs) This is what I was trying to tell motherfuckers. I was like, yo, corporate America gonna fuck y'all up. The higher you go as a black man, the more you lose yourself. Because of the equality that you're now subjected to. Black women, too. Like, y'all, like, black people. If y'all are going up in higher academia, you're gonna lose yourself. But the black man, you gotta fight, buddy. You gotta fight. Because not only do you have to fight the, the assimilation of the inferiority complex, you feel me? You have to now fight the the superiority complex too, thinking that you better than your people. People be thinking that like, yo, why do you like? We create a whole system where we say, I want my kids to go to the best schools, and the best schools are all what? <laughs> Get a good education. Your kid now, and I, I did an episode on this, so I'm gonna be vague on this. I'm gonna be quick on this one, not vague, but your kid pretty much is seeing white people are better than me. This school is the best, and these are the only people that only the best can pay for this, and the best are white. So now it creates that separation. 
So now they take the minds and our minds cannot be used in our communities anymore because now they have to be used in theirs because they're the only way that they function because we're going to ostracize people. Oh, you grew up over here. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And we don't even know why we ostracizing them because of how shit plays out. A lot of shit we know, but we just haven't codified and we know what they're doing. You feel me? So like I said, growing up in academia as a black man, you're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose yourself to where you're either going to be acting like a white dude or you're going to be zesty like a woman. Real snappy, real cat in this. When you think about it, where it's at? Who are the people that they don't worry about up there? Who are the people that are like, you know what I'm saying? The black man who poses no threat because he has assimilated so much into the inferiority complex that he, you know, I'm with you guys. Or the one that can control his people. Control his people by condemning them like the Stephen A. Smiths and shit. You feel me? Shit weird. All because like I got that education, so I got that arrogance about myself. Bitch, I do this. I don't give a fuck, nigga. The fuck does that mean that you do this, bro? Like, you, it don't mean shit, but we make it mean more than what it's supposed to. You feel me? So now, let's add that, bro. Like, which side do we become? Do we become the zesty motherfucker who's like, okay, because equality now I have to... Oh. Or do you become a stone-faced motherfucker who's just like, I don't fuck with none of this shit. And now you're toxic masculine because it's just like, oh, you're creating a toxic environment. I'm not. It's just an environment that's not conducive to me. But they want you to be conducive in any environment. So to do that, you have to assimilate. You have to culturally create osmosis. And I have to start picking up shit. Like, I can't, like, no, nobody, you know, this is, you know, this is, you know, this osmosis, like, nobody picks up our shit. They just steal our culture, but the osmosis of who we are. Because, see, the thing about it is this. When osmosis happens, you start to understand the person, the, the, the culture that the person comes from. They just steal our culture. They don't even try to understand it. They just profit on it. You feel what I'm saying? But we don't even bring our culture into the space. Every space we go to, we have to... We have to respect the other cultures of everybody else, but our culture is supposed to remain dormant when we pull up. Quote, unquote, we don't want to be embarrassed and we got to talk a certain way. We got to do this. This is one of the reasons why I stand on profane, profundity and why I left that shit alone. I am way bigger than the cage that I was in. We are all way bigger than the cages that they put us in. But we stay in those cages. We stay in those cages as men because... To get out of that cage, you gotta become a lion. You can't be you can't be Marty. No, Marty was a zebra. Alex, you can't be Alex. And you damn sure can't even be Simba. Or Scar. Like Simba and Scar won't even, they won't really they won't lions, bro. Let's be real. Simba was eating bugs, dog. Come on. Simba let a warthog and a meerkat convince him to eat bugs. Simba won't no fucking lion, dog. <laughs> Simba want no fucking lion <laughs> That's why Lion King 2 He got beat up by a kid Technically Kovu was a kid He was You know what I'm saying He was his junior Like he was younger than Simba He faded him Nah No Kovu didn't fade Simba He saved Simba My bad Look at me talking shit But Simba got jumped by the uh, By Zero and them And like Cause Mufasa ain't get jumped. You seen, look, when Mufasa, when Mufasa ran up on the hyenas and shit, he said, if you ever come near my son again, they like, nigga, that's your son. They tried Simba, bro. Think about this. <laughs> when Mufasa pulled up, <laughs> when Mufasa pulled up on the hyenas, they were shook, right? 
in the name of Simba. He's like, yo, if you ever come near my son again, when Simba ran up on Zero and them for uh fucking uh, Kiara getting missed, ain't shit happened. Ain't shit happened. Zero and them was like, nigga, you a bitch. And Simba was like, ain't no bitch. <laughs> but they ain't see something and said, my bad, bro. I ain't know that was your daughter. You know why? Because that's scary. That's true masculinity right there. And I'm using the example of that. But those are the things that they want us to be. The pa- Simba was a passive aggressive man. Simba will be what's considered a passive aggressive motherfucker in this day and time. He, seen, he was king for sure, but he was passive aggressive like a motherfucker. Yeah, he fought at the end. Yeah, he fought. Um, he fought Scar or whatever the case. What did it take him for him? To, this nigga murdered your daddy, bro. This nigga threw coal in your face, and you gonna take? I'm not like you, Scar. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a hundred with you. I ain't no bigger person type motherfucker, bro. I'm gonna show you the exact size I am. You have to know. You have to know. So you do something, you wrong me. I'm gonna wrong you. Don't wrong me. <laughs> I won't wrong you. You feel what I'm saying? But that's toxic masculine behavior. So they say that's not, that's not, that, that's, 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 that is the utmost reality of analysis and deconstruction. Cause I know what it takes to make you not fuck with me. So I don't want to be fucked with. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. But they make it seem like they created this toxic masculinity trope. So that way it's black men. It's like, cause when a black man is actually in his man, he's, he's, he's scary to everybody. Everybody. We're not scared of each other. Because it's naturally within us when we're at that upper echelonian peak. But for the world, they can't have us in this in our in our state like that. Cause it's fearful. You ever notice how when you come if you that, if you if you are with what I'm saying right now, you know what I'm talking about when I say this. Like when you go around white dudes, you know when you are that because those same white dudes who are supposedly the one, they start trying to act like you. Yo, what's up, bro? Like they don't bro me. You don't talk like that. This ain't you, but that's how you know what you're built like. Because they then start trying to emulate you. And it's like, yo, bro, I know. I know I'm that. I know I'm that. And it's like, you know, they try to, everything they do is trying to fit within. I want to show you that I'm hip too. I'm that. I'm cool. I'm cool. Don't be that. This world ain't built for that because this world don't like that. And that makes them try to, and in the presence of it, they want to, you know, I'm going to show you that I'm there too. You're not. I'll fuck you up, homie. You can think if that that just by taking taking the taking the like changing the dialect and trying to match my slang when you talk to me is enough. No, the environment and the energy in which catalyzed why I can speak like that has something behind it. I was talking to a dude one time when I was in doing my MLM shit. The guy that introduced me was a white guy and shit. And as I'm talking, he said, he said, "Man, I wish I can speak with the conviction that you speak with." He was like, how are you just so matter of fact and so certain? I said, because I don't be lying. What the fuck I be talking about? <laughs> I said, I don't be talking about shit that I hope. I, like, I talk about shit that I know. He was like, so wait, like when you, yeah, I know herbs. I know study. I know the body. I don't, I'm not like, you feel me? So when I speak, it's matter of factly because I'm speaking facts. <laughs> shit don't be hard. But as I'm watching them, I'm like, you don't know nothing about this product and you're trying to sell it. You don't know nothing about what the fuck you doing and you're trying to move it. How? You feel what I'm saying? That shit, it gets for me, it it personally, it makes me look at it looks at it makes me look at where we are as people. You feel me? And as as men, it's like what we assimilate into. 
How are we assimilating to motherfuckers that are unsure about themselves and just sound good doing it? You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, cuz, like, when I'm looking at him, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, cuz I had to be, I, low key, I was like, I wanted to say, you know what I'm saying, yo, cuz I had to be twice as hard to get half as much. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But it's like, I ain't gonna be petty like that. I'm like, how don't you? I fuck with him. I'm like, yo, why don't you know that? Well, what do you mean? What, what do you mean what I mean? You introduced me to this shit. There's no reason why I should be, you know what I mean? So it's like, Watching how that play out. They want to be They want to be you. They want to be you while you're trying to dim you so you can be them. We got this osmosis shit twisted on both sides. Motherfuckers be like, you know, why'd you leave? Like, I, I couldn't. Like, I don't know. Like, y'all see how I am now? Imagine this motherfucker in a cage. It don't work. I'm free. I'm free right now. Like, 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 this is who I really am. But I like this, this version of who I am could never be a reality through the osmosis of the shit that I, cause I got to now cater to these motherfuckers. I got to assimilate into this shit and I got to assimilate into the, the, the equality of two different sides. And I'm not equal to any of these motherfuckers. I'm not. And I'm not equal in, not in the sense of tiers or hierarchies. I'm not equal in the sense of essence. It's just not the same. And that's where we be fucking up because in the world of in, in the world built off of competition, you can't see individuality. You don't want to be an individual. You can't be an individual. Why would you? Because I got to do the same thing everybody else does better. I got to be the best version of everybody else. You feel me? I can't do that. I can only be the best version of who I was yesterday. Because if I'm trying to be the best version of everybody else, I'm going to fuck up because I don't know what's making everybody else be this best version. What's catalyzing you? What's your drive? What's your motivation? You dig what I'm saying? I couldn't be this motherfucker in a white coat. I couldn't be this motherfucker in in all of the shit that I was in at first. I know I couldn't. Oh, you cuss too much. Why you cuss so much? Cuss, bitch. I come from an environment in which cussing was was fucking lucrative. It puts the exclamation point on the shit, bitch. This is how the fuck we talk. You feel me? I can't hide that. And this is why, you know, it's like I can't look like even there's a, a Equality of the osmosis from the deity side, too. Most religious men is weak. I've never met a masculine religious man. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can talk all that tough shit you want to, and it's like, you know, name him. If he's heavily religious, he's devout, especially if he's a pastor. If he's heavily religious and devout, he can't be masculine. Because if you're truly analyzing and deconstructing that works, you have to tell the truth. You have to tell the truth. That means if you can't analyze and deconstruct to gain the truth, that means you're not really understanding what you're saying. So a real masculine man can't follow a religion because if the religion is used to. But I've never met a religious man either. The religious men are either going to be very, very passive and docile. Very, very passive and docile. Or they're going to play the tambourine and direct the choir. Think about it. There's only three positions you can play in the church. The pastor, the, the pastor, the pastor, the congregation, and the choir director. You know where I'm going with that. You know where it's at. In that realm, that is what a man is. So when you watch that as a child, what do you grow up to be? So now when you're musically inclined, you don't necessarily want to direct the choir. You don't want to play a tambourine. You like music. But now you think you got to fit into that mold because of that. You feel me? I never forget this situation, man. I had a homeboy when I was young. 
we was partners. Like when I say partners, we was partners. Him, me, his sister, my sister, we were like the four amigos. We was always fucking together and shit. We vibe, right? He used to double dutch. I never double dutch because I said, you know, I was told that was for girls. And when I would watch him double dutch, I would see him double dutch and I would watch the people laugh at him. They'd be like, yo, he double dutching. It's like, yo, he ain't gay. I know him. That's my that's my homie. Like he he likes girls. He just knows how to double dutch. And so when I asked him, I was like, "How you learn how to double dutch?" He said, "Hey, this shit look fun. I wanted to try it." <laughs> it was like, "What?" He was like, "Yeah, like because he's like he said, jump on one rope. One rope is easy, but two that's a challenge. Wow, you put masculinity into the shit. Yeah, it's like because I got to figure out how to get into the rope." You feel me? It's like he said, it's, it's, I don't just do it just because the girls are doing it. It's like, so then it made me look at it differently for why the, when the girls are doing it. It's like, yo, it's a skill set behind this shit. And then what happens? They make a movie on Disney called Jump In with Corbin Blue, mixed kid with the like, what are you double dutching? But they made it about boxing and it made him a better boxer because he's learned how to collaborate and use a different thing outside of, you know, what he's using. You feel me? They don't want to break that down right. You feel me? And these are the things that, and I use that example because dude was straight as a, he was straight as an arrow. As we're older now, he has a daughter. He didn't like, you feel what I'm saying? Like he, he just double dutched. Like he just double dutched. And it's like, it made me step back because it's like, that made me step back in a sense of why did they box him in that? Because like I said, we went to the same church. We was, we was, and there was only three routes. He was musically inclined. He sung in a choir. We all sung in a choir. We sung in children's choir. But it's like, oh, oh. It's like he double dutched. He sung in a choir. So all of the things that he did, I didn't want to do. But this was my right-hand man. I'm like, bro, he's not what y'all say he is. And I know this because, like, we together. Like, you feel what I'm saying? It's like, yo, he, I know. Mind you, we're like seven and at the time, I think I had to be like seven, which made him like 11, 10 or 11. So I think me and him are like, I don't know. I don't even remember how old we are, how far apart we are. But it's like right there and shit. But it's like, yo, nothing was wrong with him, bro. Nothing was wrong with him. Why did I, why did, and it makes like, when I think about it, okay, we was either going to be the type, like the pastor, the the assertive, or how, however the, the archetype of the pastor is, you're going to be that. You're going to be the archetype of, um, the, the subservient members of the congregation or you're going to be like the person who's like so it's like when you're musically inclined that's crazy because now it's like I have this intelligence and because of this environment that I'm in I feel like if I, if I, if I have to go down that way this is what I have to be you know what I'm saying like that shit it, it get different it get different because it's a different level of osmosis Think about all the environments that we got to be in on a regular basis continually that we don't want to be in. How long would that take? Like, at some point, you'll neutralize. The question is, how long is it going to take for you to neutralize? You dig what I mean? We often look at how putting coffee, like, like drinking coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers do, so. When you drink coffee, a lot of motherfuckers add the cream. Nope, I've never met a motherfucker who drunk coffee. You motherfuckers drink coffee-flavored cream and sugar. But I've never really met a motherfucker who drink coffee because they have to add the cream and the sugar. So you're not drinking coffee. But here's the point that I'm making with that. 
when you look at coffee, we look at how when we add the cream and shit to it, the dilution, it, you know, turns like brown. But I think it's deeper than that, too. Not even just the color, the essence, the, the, the temperature of the coffee has to change. You feel me? Not only are we saying coffee is too dark for us, it's too hot. It's too much heat. So we have to cool it down. When we understand the balances between hot and cold, cold is sedentary. Cold, it becomes solid. It becomes a slower thing. So it's a slower frequency. So I'm saying that in the sense of the osmosis happens that way. We have one essence that we move into. And as the osmosis happens, we cool down. We lose our energy. Everything else starts to absorb it. So in the same sense, let's take the coffee example. When you put the cream into it, chances are the cream just sitting in the refrigerator. Whenever you get your coffee from wherever you're getting it from, they put the hot-ass coffee in the cup, but then they pull the cream and your sugars and shit out of the freezer. You feel what I'm saying? Osmosis changes essence. Completely. Completely. Because once the osmosis happens, it can't go back. That was something that I learned in... um undergrad it was either organic chemistry or regular chemistry i don't know it was a chemistry class but as we was breaking it down we were doing the thing on osmosis and then like we put something on the left side something on the right side and eventually once it merges you can't unmix it i think we had like red food coloring on one side and then we had like a semi-permeable membrane and shit and over time the whole thing became red now we can't go back and unmix that shit that's what osmosis is about. That's the biggest part about osmosis. You can't unmix the shit. You literally have to now put it in back into another another osmotic environment in order to reconstitute it back to the way it was. You'll never take about you'll never but you'll never take out or reseparate what it had just conjoined to. So these men that they encourage to get into the feminine side that they become the sad that this we're here. This is it. This is now the osmotic situation. They're that. You feel me? The self-hating motherfucker who has gone on and thinks and speaks condescendingly of his people. Think you remember on um the on barbershop, and I'm glad they did it like this because it would have been whole a whole different way if it went the other way. But Mikey Ely would have been a smart guy, and a dark skinned dude would have been a barber. But the dark skinned dude, and he it was he was only a community college, like it wasn't even like the nigga was like you feel me. But again, he had a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of information, and he thought he was more than everybody else. But then when Michael Ely put something on him, he was like, oh, he said, that was a very articulate thought. Bitch, you thought I was stupid? Because you start to look at your people through the lens of how you have to assimilate, assimilate into, assimilate in the osmosis that hits from that cultural setup. You literally start to look at your people that way, and you don't understand what you're doing. You're like, wow, and you can't erase it. That's the thing about it. You're not going back to the old you. There is no old you. The osmosis has changed you. You feel me? It's one of the reasons why it's so dangerous and it's so scary. Because you're not going to go back. So now we have the equality of the integration. We think like the white dudes that, you know, so that that shows why we look at our women a certain way. Then when we look at the equality from the side of, you know, femininity and shit like that tapping to that we wonder why we're so open and flu gender fluid on certain shit right but then when we look at the religious side of it it's like wow we wonder why we don't have any capacity to analyze and deconstruct shit when i wrote in sofa up three that 
J. Edgar Hoover feared the rise of a black messiah. This is what I meant. Because the black messiah acts through osmosis. Any messiah is going to act through osmosis and the liberation of the people has to come through osmosis, which means that the person has to be in a space where they can travel and maneuver through whatever realm they want to. So when they leave that area, the osmosis sets and you can't erase what osmosis does. You feel me? That's what they don't want. So they have to create the reality of you can't do this. So here, here's where I need you to behave and you eventually do it. To where we can't even, like, it's different, y'all. It's different. It's not scary anymore, but it's still different. Because it makes you wonder, if we are in this space where the osmosis is the white, what other things have tainted our reality that aren't true? Spirituality, for sure. Our spiritual system is osmotic. Don't nobody really believe that shit. If you're a devout person, I, I know, I know. You you say it. I'm, I believe. You don't believe in shit. You fear hell. You just want to make it to heaven. You just don't want to go to hell. You don't really love your deity. You don't even give a fuck about your deity. Because that's a whole different conversation. But the osmosis makes you feel, you know, this is what I got to do. You don't even believe the shit. But you stay around other motherfuckers who don't believe it either. And y'all say y'all believe it together. So it sounds good, like when y'all quoting verses and shit. But when you actually understand this shit, it's different. Because then osmosis can't take root. But the osmosis takes root when you don't understand it. You just continue on the cycle and everybody say, okay, I heard this scripture. I heard this quote and it works. So I'm going to let it stick and blah, blah, blah. Nobody really understands this shit. Because when they understand, you got to put it down. If you know, you got to put it down. And that's why the masculinity is there. Masculinity is about analysis and deconstruction. So all of this osmosis and shit was to erase a masculinity. I don't want, think about it. They don't want black men to analyze and deconstruct their world. What happens when we analyze and deconstruct our world? We get free. When the world is being run because they need black people's labor, what happens when black people don't want to do labor no more? This is one of the reasons why I I, I say what I say about the trading and investing and shit. Like, I get it. You feel me? Our, our ancestors built this country for free. I got you. I can't go back and change that. I can't gripe. I can't. I mean, I can gripe and shit, but it's like at some point I have to realize that, hmm, they set a foundation for these motherfuckers that have their wealth. Now I'm going to take a piece of their wealth. They owe me. When I do day trading and investing, this is this is my mindset. I'm going to show y'all real quick. I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. This is my mindset with this shit now. I don't look at day trading and investing as, oh, I'm, I'm getting mine back from my people. They already built this shit. I'm just getting a piece of what they, I'm getting our piece. That's it. We built this. Y'all may have kept it going off of our backs. Y'all took the wealth or whatever the case may be. Now, continue to circle your wealth. Let me just take a piece of it. I'm going to take a piece of it and generate my wealth off of that shit. Because I can take whatever piece I want off your shit. Because now I realize that how imaginary this shit is. If it's wild how our ancestors were the first, you know, they say the first stocks and bonds or whatever that were traded in, in, in the market. Right. The value, whatever the case may be. It's like now nah, I'm a day trader trading stocks and bonds. Hmm. Hmm. Ain't that some shit. Ironically. But I'm taking it in the context of I realize that if I would not have made this move, I would have stuck in the osmotic culture of equality. The osmosis of equality is killing us. We're not equal. <laughs> this is not me implying that we're better. I'm just saying we're not equal. Because better is a function of whether you're putting in the work to be better or not. But we're definitely not equal. 
biologically we're not equal spiritually we're not equal i i don't we all be bleed blood but i can guarantee i can break down from biologically beginning to end how we're not the same you feel me so we're not the same mentally we're not the same we don't culturally on that why the fuck is the osmosis hitting us this way that's why i say it'd be scaring me because every time i see a black person with a high iq because the iq test is cultural but it's only given it's only it's only crafted towards a specific culture to look smart. So your culture won't look smart if you try to take an IQ test according to this culture. But when you can start to master, and that means the culture is winning. You're assimilating into that culture when you can have an IQ in a culture that was designed to make you look stupid. They didn't even think you were human. And you really think they test is going to validate that you now have a high IQ? No, it validates that how close you are to their culture now, to where you can understand the layers of shit that they put into. The IQ test takes the culture and it puts the answers, the questions within the culture. You have to understand the culture to even get to the question you're asking, you're being asked. If you don't know the culture, you can't answer the question. If you can't answer the question, you're going to get it wrong, which is going to make you look like you don't have a high IQ. You see what I'm saying? It's that simple. Because they do this shit culturally to separate it, to say, okay, if you don't understand the code, like think about all of the books we read in school. Shakespeare. Fucking. We all, we, we, the epics, the Iliad, you feel me? Like think about what we were reading. How much African shit did you read? How much American shit did you read? I, when I say American, you know which America I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the United States. I'm talking about the original indigenous America. Like, how much of that shit did you read? None. You know why? Because it ain't none. They destroyed the books so they can give you everything that make you think that it's just them. So now you have to assimilate into a culture that ain't you. And you have to lose more and more of yourself. This equality is bullshit. Because the osmosis is creating a world that will not function properly because it's never been functioning properly because our differences is what makes us collaborate and what's what makes us give the art the competition creates the narcissism and the shit that makes us separate everything and destroy shit but we assimilate into the shit and they're like why can't that's the thing about osmosis once it's mixed it's mixed you ain't separating that shit once you put red food coloring in some water, that's it. The water's red. You can't say, damn, my bad. Let me take this red out. You can't. Imagine how much osmosis has been imposed upon us and what we can't take out now. There's a lot of shit I can't take out. Like, I'm up with you, you feel me? <laughs> you cuss too much. Hey, bitch, this shit been in here since I was five, nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't change this shit. I can't take it out. I mean, I can resist it and I can stop it, but it's a part of my vernacular now. I could just, it's like, that's what I'm, that, like, that's what get me, like, people act like cuss words ain't vocabulary too. The fuck? You say I cuss too much, but you don't say I use the word the too much. Bitch, you ain't counting that one. You feel what I'm saying? Like, or A and you don't count that shit, but you count fuck. You count hell. You count damn. You count shit. Those are really the only four words I really say. Like, when you really think about it, that's really all I cuss. Like, <laughs> that's really all the cousin. That's really all my profanity. Now, look, think about that shit. I say shit 
I say fuck, I say damn, I say hell, I might say bitch. Um, I definitely say motherfucker. Um, that's it. I got six words in my cousin arsenal, bro. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you feel me? I got like six words or variations of those words in my arsenal. So it's like, how the fuck? Does, how the fuck do you only hear the cuss words and not the profundity? Like, you know how many, like, damn. But that's a part of the osmosis. You can't hear me. You can't hear me unless I talk a certain way. You can't hear me unless I speak a certain way. And it's like, I couldn't. No. Because I'm not that, bro. I'm not. I can't be behave. I can't behave anymore. I can't be tamed. It's not my thing anymore. It just don't fit. It just don't work. And I'm not going to try to make it work. I'm just not. So, fuck it. But all in all. I can't say that for everybody. You just can't walk away and say, I don't want this osmosis anymore. I, that's what I had to do for me because I realized what I was becoming. The higher up I went, the less I saw me. But when I did see me, I said, what the fuck happened to you? Because when we're by ourselves talking, it's like, you talk this way and you like this and you want me to see this side of you. And it's like, but then it's like, why do you talk to me? I say this and I wrap it up. I used to get critiqued for not calling my supervisors. Mr. or Miss. Never knew why. They never had a problem with it. I never had a problem with it. Only the motherfuckers that had a problem with it had a problem with it. You feel me? And they be like, why you call them by their first name? And my response was, they called me by my first name. It was like, huh? I was like, what you mean, huh? When they see me, they say racing. So I say, what's up, David? The fuck? Why are you not calling him Mr.? Because he's not calling me Mr. What the fuck is y'all talking about? But I'm saying, though, that's the general manager. And? <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting at? I don't give a fuck about his title. So my point with that is that, like, the title doesn't mean nothing. If you're going to look at the human in me, I got to look at the human in you. What up, Jim? <laughs> what up, Mary? <laughs> what up, Amy? I'm just naming all some of the bosses that I had. That was, that's why I talked to him. That's how I talked to him. It was like, no, Mr. <laughs> Miss, fuck you. You gonna call me Racine. You feel me? I'm gonna call you by your first name. And people around me couldn't do that. And it's not that they couldn't do it. They just didn't think they could. So they couldn't. It's like, Mr. Miss. I, it's, you know, for, then they would tell me, oh, it's about respect. I know. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you, you have no idea. <laughs> It is definitely about respect. And I'm getting mine. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not expecting them at the expense of myself. You feel what I'm saying? That's what they teach us to do. Oh, no, it's about respect. So you're going to respect somebody who's clearly not respecting you? Fuck no. I'm going to give you the respect that you're giving me. And we're going to meet in the middle and see where we go from that. You feel me? But that's why I couldn't fit into the shit. Because the osmosis wasn't working on me. The more it kept seeping in, the more I kept like, bitch, this, I got to go. This don't work. This shit ain't right. You feel me? I had the good jobs. I had all of that shit. Like I had the accolades. I reached that point. And then it was just it's still I had to keep changing. I had to keep losing me. I never forget when that Haitian woman poked me and I couldn't do shit. I wasn't going to do shit to her. I was going to beat up her nephew to show her don't fucking poke me. I don't hit women. But this is what I would do to motherfuckers who poke me for no reason when I ain't do shit to them. You feel me? But I couldn't do shit. Why? Because I would have got fired. If I would have got fired, I wouldn't have been able to pay my rent. If I wouldn't have been able to pay my rent, wouldn't have had no place to live. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a whole bunch of shit you got to think about in this osmotic phase. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, all of these things, you identify these at an early age. 
and you stay in it, the longer you stay in it, you feel me? It becomes scary and it becomes dangerous because over time, if we look at the culture that we're in right now, the osmotic capacity is going to turn us into one of three things. The man who thinks like the white man, the, the black man who thinks like a Caucasian man, the black man who thinks the black man who thinks like a Caucasian man, the sassy black man who speaks, you know, a certain way or the homosexual black man. Incidentally, those are the only type of men that we are respected for, respected as. You feel what I'm saying? Professionals and shit and all of that shit. But it's based off of how well we how the osmosis happens. No matter what environment we're in. So we have to look at our environments and see what we're continually around all the time and what our osmosis is going to be. And you can't force yourself to be the big fish in a small pond because osmosis don't work like that to where you give off. No, no, you'll dilute. You'll fuck up. You'll fuck up. As an entrepreneur, when I lived in Philly, I was around nothing but entrepreneurs. My entrepreneurship was quick. When I moved to North Carolina, I was the only person that was an entrepreneur. Everybody else thought like, no, it's shit slow because you don't have that drive. You don't have that fire anymore. You got to keep it yourself because osmosis. Osmosis. Luckily, because I, I had the osmosis of other successful entrepreneurs and shit, I can't be changed back out of that osmosis. So it just makes me frustrated when I'm around other motherfuckers with no drive. Don't stop my drive, though. But this is where we at. This is where we at. The osmosis of equality. What the fuck is it doing to us? Where are we as men and how are we going to continue to stand forward as men? Because there's going to come more osmosis, right? More osmosis is going to come, but are we going to be, be able to identify it for one? And two, are we, going to be, are we going to be forced to succumb to it? Because if we can't find ourselves in a space where we can actually walk away from some shit, we can't walk away from the osmosis that's fucking us up, we're going to continue to keep getting fucked up. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self. And to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs. All the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala Cafe Clothing. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. Yeah, this episode, it it got like I said, it got sparked because my homie sent me that video and the shorty was like, Yeah, women add like the men, cause they, you know, of equality, you kind of pick up the so I'm like, what did we pick up? Then I think about all of the different ways in which we have to fight for like the osmosis of equality is real. We ain't the same, like, we ain't the same motherfuckers we are. Like the motherfucker I was when I went to college, I'm not the same motherfucker I was when I came out. But I can't unchange or unsee anything that I did. And that's one thing that that's part of the osmosis. You can't unsee the shit. Like when I talk to people who didn't give up religion, but they were on, they were teetering. It's like when I talk to them, they're sitting there. They'll tell me like, yeah, I didn't go that deep. I just questioned it. I didn't actually like study other shit. Oh, no wonder. So when they think, oh, this is a, it's not a phase. It's not a phase. The osmosis is there. I can I submerged myself in some shit trying to and this. The osmosis came another way and it was like, oh, I can't, I'm mixed already. I can't go back. I can't take the shit out. A lot of motherfuckers can't take their shit out, but they live with it. And that's how you start living with regret. 
when you refuse to accept the osmosis. You start to live with regret because it's like, I'm in denial to the changes that are happening to me. But now it's stuck and I can't change it back. That's the world. Shit all start with narcissism, low key, but that's where we at. There's so much equality that they want to fight for. Look at all of this equality, gender equality, this equality. What happens when the osmosis hits? What do you start to become? I get it. We're looking at equality, but it's the in the equality that they're that you're trying to look at, you're in the quest for equality, we actually started fighting for uniformity and didn't get it. We missed the mark. Culturally, motherfuckers missed the mark. You know why they missed the mark? Because we never fought for black rights. If we would have led our own fucking movements instead of letting them lead our movements and telling us what to do, we wouldn't be in a situation right fucking now. They told us what to fought for, fight for, so we fought for civil rights. And then fighting for civil rights, Osmosis got us in this position right now. We weren't supposed to listen to them. They they told us what. Was. It's frustrating as fuck because it's like, it be right there. But that's a part of the Osmosis. So they're creating a world where they're telling you they're fighting. They're, they're, it's about equality. And it's about uniformity. That's all. There will be no individual soon. You feel me? There will be no defining characteristics of a motherfucker soon because motherfuckers allow this shit because motherfuckers want to get lost in dissolution. Oh, I'm an individual. No, you're not. I started to catch this when Instagram models, is just, all y'all look the same. Not only, and it trickled down into the women, women contouring it like all women have the same fucking face. It's scary because men have that face too. Which is wild. Which is wild. Because it's the uniformity. Shit different, homie. Shit different. And they're making sure that they keep shit a certain way so the osmosis always remains. They're going to create the world that they want to create. And they're going to make the people play the position that they want to play. And for us as men, as black men, we have to be cognizant of the positions that everywhere we go, they're fighting for equality. Which means that there's going to be osmosis that is going to follow that. At what point do we have something like we don't have anything to give out, only shit to take in. Think about that. Every culture of people in their osmosis like we have, like we don't have that. So that means we're taking in everybody else's osmosis and giving them style, giving them flavor, giving them swag. <laughs> Essence. They're vamping us. And ain't giving us shit. And in vamping us, they're making us respond a certain way in reality, which is fucking us all up. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, this goes into our sons. Make sure we understand the osmosis and the osmotic areas that they are involved in. Know your friends. Your children's friend circles. Understand that your child may be the ringleader. Stop thinking your kids run with bad kids. That's arrogance. That's See, that's that narcissistic shit. I would not have raised a child who would have done that. The fuck? I was, I was, I was mainly the ringleader of my clique. A lot of motherfuckers thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember 
my homeboy, his uncle was like, yo, I only want you, like, he told him, he only wanted him hanging with me and not our other homie because he was like, yo, he a bad influence. He's like, y'all know we all hang together, right? These niggas is just alike. He said, half the shit we do is Ray idea anyway. It's like, but even if it is, and the uncle says that, even if it is, Ray ain't got caught. Ray ain't the one I know about. So that means even if he is doing his dirt, he's doing his dirt right. That's why I want you fucking with him. Because he ain't going to get caught. He ain't stupid. If I know about everybody else, chances are you going to. And it makes sense when I look at certain shit. But criminally, it went down a different way. But our sons, see where they are as far as osmosis goes and what they're absorbing and what they're releasing into the world. What they're giving from their current environment and how they're internalizing it and see, are you contributing to the prerequisites for creating the osmosis that's going to make it easier for them to assimilate in school when it's all said and done? Who knows? But I don't know. I'm going to end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.